Welcome everyone to the Four Quarter Show, starring Mellow and Align. I am your hostess with the mostess, aka Mr. Swiss Roll, the main event, the show stopper, Mellow himself. And I bring to you this evening my co-host, the current halftime champion, as you can see. And you probably will hear it soon. It is none other than the man known as the Redeemer on Xbox Live. <laughs> 101. 101. It is my co-host, The Line. That was a very relaxing opening today, uh, Mr. Babyface, Mr. Baby Dave. That That's not a thing that we're going to start doing, by the way. So... Dave has a new nickname. It's no longer Mellow. First off, who, who is Dave? It's Baby Dave. Who is Dave? Baby David. This I'm is Mellow. Do I got to remove the banner so, so we'll see it's Mellow? Let's and it still, you're four-quarter show halftime champion of the world. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate all the fans. Who support me and continue to be your champion. Nice to see you guys tuning in. Steve, Tim, how are you boys? Great podcast today on the Just Too Sweet show. This is all your fault. All use. All use people. Still your champion. As you can tell right behind me, I still have the beautiful belt. Look at that. I'm not even going bra- I mean, to put it on my shoulder. I've been wearing it all day. I don't, my shoulder already hurts. Boom. There it is. So tell me. What did you get for, for the winner today? Uh, well, since we decided on taquitos and tequila, I decided let's make this a fun episode. Let's make this fun, especially since, you know, you're, you're leaving your co-host behind in two days. You're leaving him here to, you know, in this wretched place of Miami with the spring breakers that are, are soon going to start coming to Wynwood and who knows how far they're going to be coming but with that i decided you know let's we said taquitos and tequila crema the tequila so i decided let's do a tasting halftime and i got my we got ourselves some deli mix beef and cheese taquitos and some could be very offensive to some people jose ole taquitos beef and cheese as well with seven grams of protein hey gotta get buff and with that, I also did a, again, two crema de tequilas. This OG1921, which is delicious, and a new one that we have never tried before. So it'll be the first time Ooh. we try it. What's Were you it matching on purpose with the four-quarter show? Or is that a huge coincidence? It's a coincidence. Everyone wants to match with the four-quarter show, so I'm not surprised. Are you? No, no. These are way better than the Miami Vice colors that we have in the Heat team. This- oh, I mean, that one of those bottles looks like it, so... <laughs> and the bo- See, so we're going to decide... Gonna, of course. Wait, which, till, wait till next week. Which is the better taquito today. We're going to decide that here in the four-quarter show. Which one's going to get the brand of approval from the four-quarter show? So with that, how about you go ahead and describe the four-quarter show for our viewers tuning in now. While I for share everything out. our new viewers and our current supporters, this is the four-quarter show where Melo and I debate sports for 
four quarters. Each quarter consists of 10 to 15 minute quarters where we debate anything about sports that we choose. We also have a halftime and an overtime. During halftime, that's where we wager, we try foods, we bring drinks, and it's all brought to you by the loser given to the winner for the four quarter show championship halftime belt. We also have an overtime and in overtime we discuss anything and everything we want besides sports. Pop culture, politics, movies, TV shows, you name it. We talk about it and maybe even debate it. We also got some music today for the first time ever. We're, de- we're going to be debating some music in OT. So you don't want to miss that. That's going to be a lot of fun, everybody. So thank you so much for tuning in. Melo, how much time do we want on the clock today? We have a lot to talk about. Oh, we do. think we should keep it to the uh, OG. Dose minutos. All right, let's keep it to 12 minutes on the clock today, even though we have some great topics and it's going to be some fun debating. So let's get started. 12 minutes on the clock. Before we get started, how about we try one of these tequilas? Oh, I'm down. Giving out there a little little teaser. Do we want to do the OG or do you want to try the new one first? Let's start the OG first. Get get that one going. So it's still the same flavor as the other one because the other time you got me... Yes, it was like a teal bottle. Yes, it was very nice. It's the same flavor, it's just a different type of bottles. All right, let's try this. So we are starting off with the OG one. This is delicious, everybody. This is definitely a great tequila that you guys should try. It looks like milk, too. Oh, man, that's... Cheers. Cheers to episode 28. Man, that goes so down smooth. smooth. Man. If tequila, That's scary. If tequila wasn't to kill you, I would have it all the time. That's very scary. Ooh, this is a good one. We haven't put this in here, but we did talk about it earlier today, me and him. Bad Bunny stealing a WrestleMania spot, which is luckily it's two nights. But still, it's a travesty that this man is going to be the former WWE champion. Because he was champion just three So, should we ago. add that to four quarters? Should we do that to OT? Uh, we should add it to quarter four. And if it doesn't make it to quarter four, we take it to All OT. Right. We can change it from uh, sports to entertainment. So, wrestling is everywhere. All right. So, let's put 12 minutes on the clock. Starting now. Metal, the biggest news right now in sports. Because it was a very slow sports day today. Unless you're a New York Giants fan. Coming out of the Houston Texans organization, Deshaun Watson last week, it's been it's been known that at that time it was three, then six, then eight, then twelve. I think we're at sixteen women have filed a civil lawsuit against Deshaun Watson. What's going on, man? Well, I wanted I want to bring attention to something Steve just said, and it's the word. That I'm going to use right now. What a travesty. Wow. When it first was like two or three, I was like, okay, we'll see what's going to happen with this. And then I was like, okay, it's going to be seven. Boom, it was seven. Then it was 12. Today, just today alone, it went from 12 to 13 to 14. And now it's at 16 women. With uh, more pending. They say that it might go to 23. That's... I, I can't even fathom what that is. And then one of them today was the biggest thing because each day when someone gets, you know, one of these two or three women come out, there's always something that comes out first, you know, was the inappropriate touching and things like that. Then the next one was that he uh, asked her to perform oral, you know, uh, pleasures on him. And today one of them called him a serial predator. 
that that's just insane to me like what clearly we're not going to debate this issue right now this is just more of informing everybody what's going on and it is actually pretty big news if you look at the previous uh, players that you know this has gone down to the last one that we know is antonio brown and he was out for many games almost for a whole year and that was just two allegations that he had this is about to be 23 women you know it's it's one of those things that we can't just say who did it or who didn't do anything it's just we're gonna have the legal matters come to come to what they are but since this is sports we're gonna talk about what the nfl should do and usually the nfl does their own uh their own investigations and they usually suspend people i think he should be put in the inactive list or whatever it's called i think so too i think he should definitely be even if it's just allegations let's say nothing like serious customers he's it's a civil suit so he could settle even if it is a settlement i think he's still got to punish like i could understand maybe one or two but the the way we're going right now we're getting we're our double digits and who knows how much further we're going to go to and i remember one reading one of them that they said that it was one this month so obviously if all of this is true again we don't know i'm not a lawyer that's his job I'm um, the legal. <laughs> uh, we don't know what's going to come from it, if it's true or not. But he obviously, it feels like, does have a problem if this is a reoccurring thing. It, you know, it came out that he got fouled with a lawsuit by uh, one of the women. And, and still after that, he, he apparently was DMing or getting more massages. Uh, this seems to be a problem. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on in these massages. You know what the women are saying? It, it sounds awful. They sound like they're just trying to do their job. Okay, so what I what I will agree with undisputed with Shannon Sharp, he says he has his own massage therapist. He's had for 20 years. He trusts her. You know, it, it, it works for both of them. And that's what I don't understand. Deshaun Watson, get a professional masseuse. I don't know what you're doing. Get Get someone from the training staff. Get someone that you have a good connection with. If you are innocent, I don't know why you've been going around getting random women off Instagram and DMing them. My honest opinion of what's going on in the matter is he is probably messaging these women because he wants to hook up with them and he promises them, oh, you'll be my main masseuse. You know, I'll hook you up uh, and he'll just do whatever he wants and then leaves them and then he goes on to the next one. Granted, I'm not saying that he's abusing them. I'm just saying that could be a theory of what's going on in the situation because there's so many women that he's, he's doing these things to where, where it just doesn't sit right with me. If he, even if he was doing that, that's wrong. None of it is right. All of that is wrong. He shouldn't just be messaging to these women to give them massages. when, you, Dude, you're worth millions of dollars. Go get a professional massage therapist to take care of you. Go call LeBron James and get who he gets. We all know LeBron ain't innocent in that in that case either. But with that, you also have the the Gone Girl effect that could happen. I'm sure a lot of people have seen this movie Gone Girl, and you could always have that be a thing where maybe uh, what is it? Regulations were were said. It's kind of like what you're saying, and then everyone started talking to each other, and it blew up in his face. But I'm gonna give you something that his lawyer said, Mr. Rusty Harden. His law firm has said that they have strong evidence showing that one of the lawsuits allegating sexual assault against Deshaun Watson is false and that it calls into question the legitimacy, oh my God, legitimacy of the other cases. 
So this is what they're going on. They're still not giving up on this at all. Uh, you know what? From I think one of the mistakes he made was even tweeting about it the second it happened. He was, you know, saying a couple things. I think at one point he apologized in one of his tweets. Uh, now you're just giving yourself that there was something that was going on. There was something you felt you did wrong. At this point, dude, just shut up. Stop tweeting and just let your legal team do it. Uh, I just... I honestly will say, though, I don't think his career is over. If it's only going to be civil lawsuits and there isn't any criminal charges, I think the NFL is just going to suspend him for a year. And, and then uh, after that, he'll start playing again. It's, I believe it's the same thing. And so Timmy said, you know, proven innocent to proven guilty. And again, if, yeah, if they settle, I do think the NFL should take some action. However, he's going to be stuck in Houston. I agree. Stuck now. I, I, but no, I that, you know for, and I, that was something that I saw someone read about. They're like, oh, um, it was like supposed to be like a meme where just Sean Watson goes, Oh, I don't want to play in Houston anymore, trade me. And the Houston Texans are like, Oh yeah? What about all these allegations of all this stuff? I don't think he's stuck in Houston, man. I I still feel teams will go after him. They see it as a one year off, and I still get the Sean Watson for the next four or five years. He's still young. I think some team will still go out and trade for him and not care about what's going on right now. Unless it turns into a criminal investigation, then his career may be over and it turns into something else. But if it's just civil cases right now, uh, I think the NFL just needs to put him on the do not playlist. Just because they've done it to other players. What, just because Deshaun Watson is one of the main quarterbacks in this league and extremely popular, he gets you know a certain privileges? That's not fair. He needs to go on the inactive list. Let the investigation uh, do what they do and see what happens. Absolutely. So, being that, do you think that the Miami Dolphins should still go for him? Or are you happy that they didn't trade for him? Because right now we have uh, Johnny here in the chat saying that he's glad the Dolphins dodged that bullet. Um, yeah, I'm happy that, that we didn't go after, uh, that we didn't trade everything. Because just dealing with that, we're, we're, we're still a win team now. And trading whatever assets we may have for Deshaun Watson and then having him, not having him this year... I don't know. And plus, I, I kind of, I don't like the character that we're seeing on the news right now. Even if he is innocent, his decision making isn't the smartest. Uh, and pursuing all these all these women on, on DMs to get massages isn't someone that I, I would want Dolphins anyways. Absolutely agree. I don't know why he didn't just, I mean, again, I'm not in that world. But normally with something like this, you get one of your boys to help you out, right? If you wanted a massage so bad, why not get one of his boys, hey... Just have him, like, set up a massage for me. But him doing it himself is just so much more decriminalized. I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm just saying that, you know, normally you have you have a fall guy. You know, uh, Louisville had Rick Patino. You sound like Chris guy. Carter right now. <laughs> was, was, wasn't that Chris Carter talking about, uh, isn't that what got him in trouble or fired from ESPN one time? When he was in the, in the, um, in the rookie symposium stuff and he was sending people to get a fall guy? Yeah. I'm not condoning anything of that sort. So here, Pop Culture Pros, Four Quarter Show. I'm not. How about Deshaun? Stop messaging women on Instagram and DMing them to give you massages. How about just go on a date with them and do like the rest of us do? Yes, like Shannon Sharp. Listen, Shannon. Wait, wait, why Shannon? What does Shannon do? It might have been him. I mean, he is technically saying, you know, get your own masseuse, get your own personal. Like he's no, but Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp didn't say get a fog guy. Shannon Sharp said to get a professional masseuse to take care of you. 
like he does. You know, they're professionals. They need a Shannon Sharp didn't John, do any. Johnny one. is right though. Ray Lewis had his fall guy. Ray Lewis had a fall guy he for had sure. A fall guy. Not Shannon. We don't know. No, Shannon was never accused of anything, or and not that I know of, but I guess Google that. Uh, we'll see what happens. This is definitely a big, uh, big story with Deshaun Watson. You know, every every other week, another um, more allegations pop out, and it's just something that that we're that we're gonna try to keep you guys in, you know, in touch with. Because oh, no pun intended. That, that was a that was a bad too, one. Too too soon. Too soon. Too too soon. That was a bad one. Oh man! So with that, so you're you're okay with Tua then? You don't think? I mean, I'm not the happiest with Tua right now, but I am confident that he'll have a training camp now. He'll have uh, hopefully a receiver once the draft is over. We did pick up. Did we end up picking that guy from the Texans? Who the Dolphins? Did the Dolphins? Will not? Fuller. Yeah. Yeah, they signed Will Fuller. Yeah. So I which mean, is a good, I mean, he's a good receiver. He's he's a good deep threat. Uh, hopefully this this will help out. Devontae Parker. Still with that one. I'm huh? still on the team. Um, Tua's going to surprise everyone. You know what? I hope so. It's just not something that I, I believe deep down in my heart. I think him and Daniel Jones are in the same boat. But we'll talk about that in the next quarter. Ooh, I just don't see the so it factor with Tua. I looked it up just because, you know, uh, I do my due diligence here on the four-quarter show. And Shannon Sharp took a leave of absence from CBS amid the allegations that he threatened a woman and forced her to have sex with him. Okay, that's 2010. All right. Uh, one accuser, not 23. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's definitely one that we can, you know, not something that I, it sounds oh, terrible. Like, and if it's true, it's something awful. Uh, but I didn't know that about, about Shannon. Man, that's crazy. I, I watch a lot of Shannon Sharp, too, on Undisputed. I'm a very big fan. So I hope that's not true. I mean, hey. That's why we go to, you know, guys like Skip Bayless. They're clean. Man, barely averaged an assist in high school, but he's clean, hopefully. He is getting paid a lot of money now. I will say that much. That's something we haven't talked about. Well, that man big is getting contract. paid player money. Yep. You know how before you said, oh, these guys aren't getting paid like that? No, this man's getting paid player money to say the same thing. Every single week for every single year. It's definitely not Tony Romo money, though. But Tony Romo's... I mean, I like Tony Romo. Oh. There's quarter number one. This is the next one. This is... Oh. Baja Rosa. All right. This is our next... Uh, our other tequila. I'm going to try it. It's just not as good as the magic of a perfect combination. It's not. I can already tell you guys. There's yeah. a reason it says. He's not lying. It says the magic of a, a perfect a combination. That was a quick one. This one, like I said, four-quarter stamp of approval. It's pink. The other one's teal. What other colors would you need? All right. All right, moving on to the next quarter. Let's go. This is Melo's favorite quarter today. We're going to do some New York Giants talk because they've been making some big, big moves this offseason. Throwing the some, money out, some making it rain, giving Danny Daniel Day Lewis Jones dimes some players. Tell me, Melo, first I want to know who's your favorite pickup so far? So far, I was, it was Kenny Galladay. 
But then I saw they signed a Dory Jackson. Really? You like a Dory Jackson? Absolutely. To complement our defense. But he's not even that. But But he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to be Revis. He doesn't need to be Namdi. I mean, you're getting paid. You're getting paid, Revis money. That's where the market's at. I'm gonna be using that. I'm sorry, I hate that excuse. That I wouldn't pay someone that much money just because of the market's at. Just like I wouldn't pay Dak Prescott all that money. But he's important. That doesn't mean he deserves that money. He did well enough to earn it. If you told me they were a championship team and Adari Jackson is that one guy you need and you had the cap, you pick him up and it'll bump you up, then fine. But we're talking about Adari Jackson. He's not He's not amazing of a corner. And then same same thing with Galladay. Like, why are you so excited about this? Well, Galladay, because you finally get this man, like you like to call him, Daniel Day-Lewis-Jones, some help. The man has not had a number one receiver since he's been in the league. Okay. His number one was Sterling Shepard. And Sterling Shepard is a good two or three. He's not number one. Right? And then he loses his... Basically, who his number one was, which was um, the running back. Gosh, I can't even remember his name. It's blanking just because you got me heated right now. Uh, Saquon Barkley. He was his number one receiver, essentially. And he lost him. So he hasn't been able to thrive and, oh, he only had 11 touchdowns, whatever. So you, I'm excited about Kenny Gallaudet. He's got himself a good number one receiver. Kenny Gallaudet is tall, and I feel like that's what he needs. He needs what Eli had when he first started. He got himself Plaxico Burris. You can't say Plaxico was the most talented. He was good. He went up and got the ball, and I feel like that's what Gallaudet brings to us. We don't. Gallaudet is not a... Tory Smith or a Hollywood Brown type of receiver where I'm sorry, did you pay um plus uh did you pay Plastico Burris seventy two million dollars? No, but that's because he shot himself. Was Plastico Burris a champion? Yes. Alright then. I think Plastico was a way better quarter uh receiver than Galladay is right now. At that time. Galladay's only had four years though, and he was hurt last year, so and the, and give the, him some and the time. first four years of Plaxico were better. And, and what happened? And still, Pla- what happened at the end? Plax ended up shooting himself in the foot and killed killed our momentum because we were going. We could have gone to the NFC Championship at least again. And uh, well, John here's bringing up Evan Engram. Absolutely, but Engram's hands hands he must be getting that butter every single time. That that popcorn, eating popcorn before the game because every single time he's dropped so many clutch passes and it's I don't understand why he's so big. The only thing I did read before coming on here that I was also excited about was signing Kyle Rudolph. But now apparently Kyle Rudolph has a foot injury that the Giants are concerned about and they think it might require surgery so they might not even sign him. They said they were going to but they haven't signed the contract yet. So that's a little disappointing to read before coming on the show. But I still have a lot of faith and the biggest thing out of all of this is that there's no more excuses for Daniel Jones. I'm sorry. He's got the talent now. If everyone stays healthy, because obviously, you know, if Galladay goes down, if Saquon goes down again, Ingram, you know, decides to drop 30% of the passes thrown to him, it's understandable. But for me, there's no more excuses this year. He had, They are giving him everything. Everything he needs. And hopefully in the draft, if we don't get a receiver, we get him some O-line help, and then we're going to be set. I have... Tr- Faith that we're gonna draft well. We're not the Miami Dolphins, so I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of that at all. And this is it. This is this is a prove yourself year for Daniel Jones. Do you want to go down as DJ, have great initials, or do you want to go down as 
one of the best actors, like this man likes to say, Daniel Day Lewis Jones. Are you done? Go ahead. I'm gonna go try this taquito. I think I let you talk for like four minutes right now because the New York Giants are going nowhere. You overpaid for a receiver at the Dallas Cowboys there with Cooper. You overpaid for a corner just like the Dallas Cowboys did with uh, Lawrence, our defensive end. You guys are overpaying for all these players that isn't going to make a, a, a long-term uh, solution in the future. Daniel D. Lewis Jones is not the quarterback you need. But you're stuck with him, and now you're right. There are no excuses, but I'm sorry to tell you, these are the wrong pickups that you overpaid for. Saquon is the only great player you have on that team on offense right now. If Galladay doesn't play the way you want... You know what? Galladay is a good player. Okay. Let me change let me let me change my tone, right? These are good players that if Daniel Day Lewis Jones was actually a good quarterback, he would succeed with. But he's not a great quarterback, and you're giving him pieces that you're overpaying, which is gonna be a problem in the future. You're overpaying for these players, and I hate when teams continue to keep doing that. Stop overplaying for players that are that are good. They're good. Give them a good salary, not a great salary. Cooper, you gave him a great salary. For what? When does he show up? Can Galladay finish a season? Your corner is not top-notch. He's not even top five in the league. And he's getting paid amazing money. I don't agree with the Giants. I think these were dumb moves. Uh, but the Duke that beat UM, is that why you're upset about it, David? Because I think that's why it is. But, you know, whatever. And again, it's what Steve said. You have to adjust to the market because then people are not going to go to your team. Uh, I'll adjust to the market when the right player comes up, comes up, comes out, and I'll give them the money. And that's why the Dolphins have been mediocre for what forty years now. They haven't won a Super Bowl since nineteen seventy three. You guys are making good pickups when you won those Super Bowls. You picked up Plasco Birds. I would pay them that money. That was a great pickup. You had Tiki Barber. Did he win a championship? We also yeah, here before, right? Yeah. Damn. Tiki left, and then we had Brandon Jacobs, Brandon and Jacobs, Ahmad Bradshaw, and uh, I think it was David Ware. We had Earth, Wind, and Fire. Tom Brady didn't know what to do. And Michael Strahan. And you Justin, you need to pass me three of the other ones because I already tried three Jose Olays. We had OC as well. No, actually, you need to pass me five of them. How many do you want? Off by my five. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I thought you were. Now I need two more. Yeah. I want to. I want to give everybody the what I think about us in halftime. And which ones are these? These are the deli mix. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. So, you're. So you think. So you don't think Daniel Jones is going to be good at all then? With all these acquisitions, you think he's done? You think he's two a two point oh? I think he's one point oh a back quarterback. I think Tua is a better quarterback than Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. Jones. <sighs> I don't understand the hate, man. Get, the man is It's not the hate. It's what I, what I watch. What I watch last year, Daniel Jones had an opportunity to make the playoffs. And if he's that guy, he would have done it. It's a terrible division. And he if didn't you were playing two of those games. Colt McCoy was playing. And Colt McCoy was horrible. And I and said, again, you said I can't call McCoy, you make the playoffs. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were not going to make the playoffs with Colt McCoy. And not only that, but again, how many guys got hurt for us? 
First, the first what like nine games, the offensive line uh, coach couldn't figure anything out. That's why he got fired because they were playing so bad. What happens if Daniel Jones does not have a good season next year? Are you going to keep? Uh, do you think it's time to just write it off, or you keep running with it? What's wh- tell me? What do you do if it doesn't work out next year? Well, I told you. Do you got to Mariota? This is a prove yourself for Daniel Jones. Okay. At least for me, it's a prove yourself. After this, I said it. I'm not defending him anymore. He's had enough time to know how to play in this game, how to play in this league. The Giants are doing what they can uh, to get every single piece for you to succeed. If you don't succeed, it's not their fault anymore. It's on you. So after this, I'm done. I'm done with him. And, and that's it. Uh, I'm ready to go move forward with... Whoever's in the draft, you want to draft Mac Jones, whoever you want, just it, it's done for him. They're going after Joe Flacco. <sighs> Joe Flacco, get out of here. Is there anyone else you see the Giants could get? What do you mean? Uh, free agency. Uh. I can't really think of anyone else. I mean, I would like an offensive lineman, but I think we're going to go in the draft for that. And a receiver as well. I think all the good ones are are pretty much there, are gone. I know we signed also John Ross, so that was a good guy to, you know, maybe throw in there from time to time when either Slayton or Shepard gets hurt because Shepard likes to, you know, spend his time in the IR. I will say the Giants have done enough. To say they're the best team in the in the NFC least. What do you mean? It was what right now Flacco. He's an eagle now. That's not enough. That that's not a record good. deal. Come on. Flacco's not that good. They need a lot more than Flacco for the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles are a disaster. They should have never traded for Nick. They should have never traded away Nick Foles. They're trying to get him back. They shouldn't. That was their biggest mistake. Giving away Nick Foles. I, I don't why? Why they did that? The man won you a championship, and he almost got you there again the next year. And you built a statue of him, and then you're like, "Yeah, we're gonna let him go. We're gonna keep Carson Wentz." Uh, that was just mind blowing for me. Now Wentz is going back to Indy to join the coach that started it off in uh, in the Eagles. So we'll see what happens with that. I am excited for the NFC least this year. Um, you got Fitz Magic in the Washington Football Team. Who say? That name is in contention to remain, by the way. Really? They might just keep it. So, I hope they do. I like that. They're probably going to keep him for a year. And then after, you know, he goes, he reverts back. He gets paid and reverts back to Fitzmagic. I mean, Fitzpatrick. That's it. He's going to be done. It's what always happens. He has a cycle. He has a cycle, you know, where he, get, he comes in as a backup. Then he gets thrown in a game. He does well. Gets paid. Or no, then he takes it to the playoffs, he gets paid, he sucks it up, he goes to another team. I don't think he's ever been to the thing. playoffs. Fitzmagic has never been in the playoffs? I don't think he's ever been to the playoffs, no. Mm. I think he's still chasing that dream to make it to the playoffs. And that'll be amazing if he can take this team. And that is it for the second quarter. David Gonzalez says, Cowboys need to get better on defense, but I like them and the skins over the Giants. I don't know, man. I think the skins do have the best defense. Well, the... Washington football team uh, probably do have the best defense there with Chase Young. 
And I think they had the best defense in the division last year, and they didn't yeah. lose many of their pieces. Like um, he, won, he won them a lot. The defense won them a the lot. The Cowboys, I no way know how do I think they have a better defense than the Giants right now. That's how little I think of the, the Cowboys defense. And I don't know. I think the Giants, with the firepower they got, I feel they should take advantage. Think last year without Saquon Barkley and without these pieces, they were a game away from the from the making the playoffs. And in my opinion, Andy Dalton and Dak Prescott put up the same stats with the same kind of quarterback as far as how, how far they're going to lead you. And you just gave this guy a bunch of money to take you nowhere again. I think it's the Giants. It's the Giants' division to lose. We'll see what happens. But with that, it's now time for halftime, where we talk about what we got, discuss our, you know, halftime treat. We already talked about the drinks. So we'll probably have another. And then we're going to pick the games for the halftime championship for this week. I know which is better. You know which is better already? 100%. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right now I'm eating Jose Ole. I think I have to have another Jose. I haven't had too many of these. Oh my god. Do I me to tell you which one I think is better? Go ahead while I give it mine. Jose one. Ole. Leaps and bounds. Okay. I just said that one. Mm-hmm. That's why they have more calories. Now I'm gonna try this deli mix. So we're also dipping in the sour cream. Oh yeah. Hmm. Dude, Jose Olays are so much better. Even the texture and the inside filling is better. You know what I was gonna say? Here you go. Thank you, sir. The flower in this one's a little bit different. No, they are different. I, I, you can tell they're different. And the inside, too, it, it's not as, as creamy as the Jose Olay. You should have been here for the opening. You would have heard my ASMR, you know, Delilah opening today. It was a lot different. Look out for the four quarters ASMR coming soon. Where we just bite food. <laughs> we just eat. All right. So. Yep. That's it. Way better. Recommend these. Four quarters recommends these. Please, and Please don't cancel. Please don't cancel Jose Olay. And we recommend hot... Hot Pockets, no, Hot, the Pizza Pockets, Pizza Pockets over Pizza Bagels, yeah, that was from last week, if you missed it, and we also, again, oh, where is it, 1921, Crema of Tequila, Crema did Tequila, 100% recommendation on that one, yep, that's the one, to, that's the go-to, that's the only brand, don't even bother, waste the extra $10 on it, you will not regret it. So before we go and uh, give our predictions for this week's games, let's take one more. Nope, not that one. Here you go, sir. Oh, one more shot before the... Ooh, we can try this one. We can try uh, the Battle of the Red Sodas, even though I know you're not a big soda drinker. I love Milka. My grandma used to buy Milka when I was a kid. That's my favorite red soda. Calm down. Posto 1 is a lot better. But again... Posto 1 is... Posto one is so much better. Not a red soda. Yes. The cola, cola posto one is delicious. Isn't posto one like a pink one? 
Uh, they have, that's manzana. See, the thing is that mica, you know, is so basic that they just need. I'm just lying. I don't want to say they're basic. <laughs> You're making, they don't, don't even talk taste. shit about mica. <laughs> no, no, mica is great, but they only make one flavor. Posto one. So, do you want to change? Do you want to change the wine to burgers and soda for next week? Yeah. Should we get? I get my mica. You get your posto one. Hmm. Maybe we get some Inca Cola. No, no one drinks that. Yeah, what? No one drinks Inca Cola. Yes, on, that, Daphne drinks that. That's like the fourth she tier. She loves Inca Cola. Inca Cola is delicious too. I'll wrap it. It's good. Inca Cola is like the fourth tier soda for Hispanic. All right, so let's bring it in. Like Hupina we'll as before that, and I hate Hupina. Mika is the is the Hupina is the best. Whoa, Hupina is the best soda in the game. No, it is All not. All one thousand calories of it from the can. It's not even close. All right, let's take a shot. So okay. I guess let's do soda then. We're debating. Let's do soda next week. Soda in the burgers. All right. So next week we decided to was uh, we're gonna get four cheeseburgers. Ooh. Oh, that's not what it is. This is Russian food. Whew. Ah, I don't know when I'm ready. Do you want to do? Oh, you know what? I, I could be in it for another week, and we can get sides too. What I was gonna say was, um, April sixth would be. There's a show that day. That's uh two weeks from now. April sixth. We already have next week planned out. April sixth. The, the day before that there's a the rest is yours by the way even these all of them last week you totally said you know sorry i'm here trying to host <laughs> april 6th is our next show it's in two weeks and uh no walter i am two not, weeks we're, we're not next week we are not doing jaeger bombs next week we're doing uh the sodas okay yeah, yeah so, we're doing so i'm saying I'm, I'm just going on what steve was saying here with the aguardiente april 6th two weeks from now we're gonna do Aguardiente. We'll have a Colombian episode. How about that? Okay. We'll do Guaro. We'll do the Tapa Roja and the Tapa Azul. That's with sugar and without sugar. And we will do. I, I like how I'm just setting this up. Like he has no, I no idea. And we'll do empanadas mm. and pan de bonos. How about that? That's gonna be delicious. I don't know who's celebrating 30, but it's definitely not either one of us. You are, you old man. I'm turning 29. I didn't have a birthday last year. I got postponed with WrestleMania, with Ultra, mm -hmm. with all that other good stuff, you know. I, I was locked up. They wouldn't let me out. You're becoming an old man. Could have called me Akon. You guys hear that? That's dirty knocking. Anyway, April 6th, special Colombian episode coming to you with some guado, empanadas, everything. Uh, Irish car bombs are good if you have one. After that, I'm good. And yeah, normally the one with the sugar is not a fan favorite. The one without is. But we'll try it out here. Maybe online has a different uh, opinion. And no one's turning old or viejo like the chat is saying. Anyway, let's go into these predictions here. Align is the halftime champion. Unfortunately, I had a bunch of trash... You know, L.A. Clipper games that I chose. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm going to let you pick that first game. <laughs> All right. So the first game is tonight. And I'm going to let you pick that first game. And I think it's it has started. So we haven't looked at the scores. We're live. It is the Brooklyn Nets versus 
the Portland. Hulu doesn't just have live sports. Trailblazers. And I'm going with. I don't even know if they're playing because I think no one's playing. So this might just screw me. I'm just not going to go for him. I'm going for Brooklyn. So you're telling me your dislike for for Dame Dollar, for Mr. Hulu doesn't just have live sports. It's a lifestyle. And I'm so surprised I did it perfect right there because I always mess it up. You still are going to go with Brooklyn after Dame Dollar messed you up not once but twice in one week in the fourth quarter. All right. He didn't mess me up. I'm sorry. McCullough messed me up one. All right. Then game two. Anyway. Is uh, Brooklyn versus Utah? I'm going to have to go for Brooklyn. Okay. Hopefully, Kyrie comes back from his, his, his family matters. All right. Next up, we have the Los Angeles Clippers versus the San Antonio Spurs. And I will... Why is that even a good one? Honestly, why is that game even a good one? The Spurs are on the up and up. That doesn't mean it's a good one. They still the Spurs. They're still in playoff contention. There wasn't another game that Thursday? You can look it up. That's a bad... Come on, but that's not even a good game. It was that or like the Wizards and the Knicks, I think. And I was not going to choose that because it's so... They're both so... All right, you know what? The Clippers are so garbage, I'm just going to do the Spurs. Screw it. I'm not even going to argue this. All right, next up we have the Atlanta Hawks versus the Golden State Warriors. And before you start, remember Steph Curry isn't playing. So it's an even game. Why are you picking these teams? What this is a, you, this, this is Melo trying to get his title back. When I, <laughs> oh. when, I, when I pick these games, they are fair games. It's the best of the best. How and there's fair? no complaints. Who cares? Clippers versus Spurs? I'm like, fine, let me give him that one. But now Atlanta versus Golden State, and now Curry's not even playing? Curry hasn't been playing. That's give why it's give me the Hawks. They're give both, me the Hawks. Give they're me both the Hawks. trash. Give me the Hawks then, dude. These are what a bad game. All right, next up we have Dallas Mavericks versus the New Orleans Pelicans. All right, who do you got? I'm going to take your boy Zion. You can stick with uh, Poison God. And then the... Yeah, this is a tough one. We got the Indianapolis Pacers. The Indiana... The Indiana Pacers versus the Washington Wizards. Give me Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal and Russ Westbrook. All right, all right. And then to wrap it up, seven games we have... The Milwaukee Bucks and I versus Milwaukee, the LA Clippers. You're picking Milwaukee, so you you don't even give me the option. No, okay. I'm the I'm the champion at this point. All right, all right. And for okay, so we decide on the picks next week. We will be doing uh, the loser has to bring the winner uh, cheeseburger, and we're gonna pick four cheeseburgers, cut them in half, and we're gonna decide which is the best cheeseburger. We're gonna do uh, McDonald's. BK, Wendy's, and Checkers. So it's four cheeseburgers, no pickles, but however however they come, they come. As long as it's a cheeseburger. And we're not going to... We were supposed to do wine, but I think we should do the Mika versus Bosto. That will be a fun one. And just getting back here to the chat before we go on to quarter three. We have Carlos saying we should make cocktails. Well, Carlos, we would love that. However... 
we would have to be going back and forth making the cocktails. If you would like to volunteer to make the cocktails for you, I would. For we us. would love that on the Four Quarters show. And we would even give you a shout out. Um, I'm not sure, um, Carlos, what these little signs are. And yeah, boss, that's what he, he let me pick so that, you know, when the excuses come next week, when I win the halftime championship back. I never make, do you realize you're the king of excuses? I never make, I give I you the title time. every time, fair and square, I agree to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just like he said, you never boast about it, but today, you know, we got a whole like 45 well, seconds Well, because of you just, you, you were just like, wah, 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 wah. you know, I had to be like, and still, still, the four quarter show halftime champion all right let's kick off quarter number three and let me know when the time is ready and we'll jump into it it's on all right we have hulu doesn't just have live sports it's a lifestyle i'm so happy i don't watch hulu i don't want to give that man any money Tell anyway me. we have a severe injury happened this past week. I know. We lost LaMelo Ball, dude. I lost on my fantasy team. LaMelo, man. Oh, my goodness. It just wasn't, you know, the rookie of the year, even though he's not going to win it anymore. What's funny is that's not even the injury he was going to talk about first because we all know it's LeBron. It but I just want to throw it out there. I'm very devastated about LaMelo Ball on my fantasy team right now. But, yes, it is LeBron James who never gets hurt, and he is out indefinitely. Which is a huge thing. I mean, it's not going to be so big for the Lakers because they're still going to, you know, make the playoffs. Even if they make it a low seed, which might just help out LeBron when he comes back because he's going to get AD fresh as well. But if not, there's going to be plenty of excuses from all Lakers fans and, you know, the number one LeBron guy over here, including the ball, including the boss. And with that, we had now some MVP changes. Well, first, actually, before we did have MVP changes, but he made some comments about the MVP. What do you think about his comments, sir? Listen, I'm a big LeBron guy, but sometimes the things he says just... It didn't make sense to me because... He pretty much said... A comment about about the MVP. Well, his comment was about how many MVPs he would have won. Um, so... About yeah, he says uh, that he could have won more, but he doesn't think about it. Uh, in, in in itself, that comment, clearly you've been thinking about it if you know you should have won. Now, I do agree with him. He should have won more than just the four he has. I think maybe six would be more reasonable. Uh, I don't know about seven or eight. But I definitely think that LeBron James has definitely won two every year in MVP votings. And sometimes when he's on the, on the bottom four of it, it's a little ridiculous. I don't think it's ridiculous at all. But, you know, that's you know how LeBron... So, he pretty much leads every single team to the to the playoffs. He's the reason why. He's the most valuable player in every single one of his teams. Car- Carmelo Anthony did that for how many years? And he never was considered for MVP. Who? Carmelo Anthony. He never even went to the playoffs. Barely. What are you talking about? Carmelo Anthony did What's not miss he? the playoffs for like 13 straight uh, years. LeBron was putting way more stats than him. What are you talking about? He had more rebounds, more assists. He was playing in the shitty East. Which is it's so Carmelo was Carmelo. Was, Carmelo was playing on the Nuggets. He was taking that team to a Western Conference Championship, then losing to the champions. Not not being able to beat the what is the Orlando Magic. But those aren't even years. Well, they would have Those aren't by. even the years we're talking about. How's it not? You're saying all these early, years. Not the not the first couple of years. I'm talking about you know. In the first couple the of years. Past not the year he 10, lost. Ten, twelve years. Not those early years. 
No way. I'm sorry. You can't. You can't tell me Russell Westbrook averaging a triple double that he deserved to win that. James Harden. It's put just up because stats. once LeBron. It's just, okay. The same thing that happened to Westbrook where he got a triple double and this one and then, that that one. How about we take that one away from LeBron? No, LeBron, that was not a robbed one. Yes, no, it was. He, that, Dwayne you know, Wade that one was actually fair because it was one and two. They were any either guy who won it would, would deserved it. The one that was robbery was Derrick Rose won it over LeBron James. That wasn't even a fair one. The LeBron and Wade one, go look at the numbers. They were both even keel as who deserves to be MVP. With that, if you take LeBron James out of that team, that team still made the playoffs. You take what out team? That Cleveland team. No yes, way. Yes, it did. You take out Dwayne no Wade. No way. That team wasn't going anywhere. Michael no Beasley, way. as much as I love him, wasn't leading that team what? anywhere. They're both in the shitty East. Exactly why the Cavs would have made it. What was Williams? Williams. Okay, that year, Mo Williams. what was the seeding for the Heat? Wait, look, look, I'm just going to put a... What was stats. the seeding for the Heat? He went from the worst, worst team in the NBA to the fourth seed just by having Dwayne Wade. And what did LeBron have? LeBron was already there. The he first was the first seed. Place. LeBron was the first seed because oh that's God. what LeBron he was. Does. more valuable If you to that take team. LeBron out of these teams, it goes to the last seed. That's exactly what always happens. Thank you. You see, boom. I just, I just said it and, 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 and she said it. Look, it's, it's facts. That it doesn't year, matter. I'm not arguing that Dwayne Wade didn't deserve it, but I will argue that it wasn't a robbery. A robbery was giving it to Derrick Rose and not LeBron James. That Why? was he a had robbery. the best record. Giving it to stats. Westbrook and not LeBron, robbery. <laughs> what? Giving okay. it to Harden right. and what? not LeBron, robbery. Giving it to Kevin Durant and you not LeBron, it wasn't robbery. A robbery. It wasn't a robbery. And I can, I can completely defend Derrick Rose now. Because you want to talk about all these wins and all this bullshit. But Derrick Rose had the best record. He was number one seed. Who did Derrick Rose have on that team besides Derrick Rose? Todd Who did LeBron have on his team? What do you mean? When Derrick Rose won the MVP? Larry Hughes? Newly? When LeBron James Who did LeBron have in the Cavaliers? When Derrick Rose won MVP, LeBron James was on Miami Heat. With Dwayne Wade. With Chris Bosh. I'm talking about the Cavaliers. Don't tell me that he deserved it. I'm talking about the Cavaliers. No, but you just said that when Derrick Rose won, that's when LeBron James was down here. So what you're saying is... Okay, so then why why would Kevin Durant win win MVP? He had Russell Russell Westbrook. Why would James Harden win MVP? He had Chris Paul. So because you have great players, you can't win MVP? No, but now everyone's stacking All up, right. obviously. But All it's right. the numbers you put up. Right. Derrick Rose wasn't putting up pedestrian numbers. His team was number one, like you wanted to say. Oh, LeBron had 66 wins. Who the hell LeBron cares? deserved to have six MVPs at least. At least. D-Wade was Rob. We know it, everyone. He should have won that year. It's all right. The next thing coming up. So with LeBron's comments... <laughs> It's a little ridiculous. I, I disagree with what LeBron said. Uh, he for sure thinks about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as the injury, it's I don't I don't think Solomon Hill's a dirty player at all. I will say uh, the, he went for the ball, play. regardless if it was the second, third, or fourth quarter. He went for the ball in the second quarter. It was a dive, and unfortunately, it didn't go LeBron's way. I'm trying to find a Jesus column comment so people know what they're talking about, saying that he's a dirty player. You know, I don't think he's a dirty he, player. He, he was a former Heat. Yeah, I know. But he just went for the ball, and unfortunately, he, you know, it, it hurt LeBron. But, uh, okay, and so now with LeBron being out. I think he will sit out at least close to it just to get himself healthy. Like, why, if they're going to make the playoffs, why risk it? Uh, honestly, if Anthony Davis and LeBron both miss games, they might be out of playoff contention. I don't no, think they, this team well, is good enough. Remember, all they have to do now is be the ninth or 10th seed, and but they that's have a the chance. Thing. I think they're that bad. 
without both But I'm saying stars. if if LeBron and AD wait until that time, even if they're in ninth or 10th seed, they still have a shot to make it to the playoffs. I, I know, but I'm telling you that if they miss that many games, I'm scared that they might drop to the 11th seed and not even make it. That's how much That's how much I don't have faith in Yikes. that Lakers team without them. So not only was D-Wade robbed, but he was You third? see, which is why he doesn't even make... Okay, well, you know what? LeBron is fourth sometimes, and that's just robbery. You damn well that's know not. LeBron should never be fourth in any MVP voting. That's ridiculous. Anyway, let's move on with that. No, LeBron was top top tier on MVP for this year. But now moving on, moving on to the next MVP rankings. You know, we have a lot of injuries coming up with uh, Embiid, LeBron, uh, Kevin Durant's been not, Kevin Durant's been out the whole year. Uh, who do you have as the MVP now? There's uh, we've said this before. Uh, there's only one man I think is MVP. But before we get to that, I want to get to what the NBA. Has their rankings at. And this is the NBA's rankings of who's leading their league in MVP. The Well, should I start from one or five? Start with five. Right. Number five. Joel Embiid. Okay. It makes sense. I mean, his name should still be up there. He's put up great stats, but he's not playing right now. Number four. LeBron James. Let's just... I mean, he's he just got hurt I mean, now, he just got so hurt. So, it's understandable. It's kind of crazy that they dropped him so fast, but okay. Number three, the reigning MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. Number two, Hulu doesn't just have live sports. Dame Dollar. Number two? Two. Number two? Yeah. The most disrespected player in the NBA. Number two. Since when? Oh, it gets better. Number one is... The, I just like saying his name. Nikola Jokic. The person I think... Where the fuck is right. James Harden? James. How, how is Damian Lillard on top of James Harden? James Harden is single-handedly having the net in the number two spot. James Harden, when he was traded to the Nets, they said this team would not be successful because they would not play defense from trading all their assets. They traded most of their assets for James Harden. And now James Harden is playing in this team without Kevin Durant and half the time without Kyrie Irving because he wants to cry at home or not want to show up. And it's just James Harden and he's throwing triple doubles and he's number he's he's number two in the East and he's not even top five. Are they number one already? Number one? I think they're number one already. Uh, someone, you can uh, check that out for me. I'm not sure where the Nets are ranked, but I'm pretty sure they're one right now. And yeah, James Harden is the... So the next five after those is number six, James Harden, seven, Luka, eight, Kawhi, nine, Steph Curry, and ten, Jimmy Buckets. Number one should be James Harden. Number two should be Joker. Damon Litter should be number ten. I don't understand how he saw... Carmelo Anthony should be higher than him. Okay, no, I'm talking smack. But still, how is Damian Litter so high up there? You want to know a bigger travesty? What do you think? Lamelo Ball should be MVP more than. Where Where do you think Chris Paul, CP3 is on this list? Oh man, CP3 should be the MVP more than Damian Lillard. He is so valuable to that team. You think it should be top ten? He should be top. He should be top fifteen. Top fifteen. Say top fifteen. No, top ten. He's for sure top ten. He should be top ten. The man is out of the top fifteen. Wow. But his boy Devin Booker, who apparently is carrying that team, That's ridiculous, is up there. Bro. But no one takes into account 
how much CP3 has changed that, that Suns team. He should honestly be, like I said, he should be right. If anything, he should be six. Another someone I know I'm very upset by the Damian Lillard, but you know, everyone wants to be on that the most disrespected player in the league with all his nonsense. But how is he the most disrespected when that's all people talk about? All people talk about, man, Dame could hit a 40 foot a three pointer anytime. But why? Why? It doesn't make any sense to I me. Mean, how's he disrespected? Who you know who you don't talk about? You don't talk about Steph Curry. Nope. You don't talk about what he's doing in Golden State right now. What? He's disrespected. What? You know who we don't talk about? What? The man who should be up there. What? James Harden. Exactly. The man who's carrying a bunch of bums because as much as Kyrie Irving is the leader of that team, he's still carrying Joe Harris. Whoa, he's, whoa, wait, he, what? He's, he's still carrying Jeff Green's 90-year-old ass. He's Kyrie, still carrying Kyrie Kyrie Jordan's broken down knees to wins. They beat the Suns. They've been beating teams. And you know how we feel right. about Paul Pierce. You know how we feel about Paul Pierce in this podcast. And he... He said those comments about James Harden about he should be MVP. You know how we love Paul Pierce in this podcast. You know who didn't say that? Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith said, "Who do you say MVP should be?" I, I think it's it's oh, where who where where is he? Where, where's Stephen Kyrie? A. Where's literally Kyrie? said three weeks ago that Steve that that's, Stephen A. You should retire. He said that Kyrie Irving should retire, and then just last week he said Kyrie Irving should be MVP. And Ky- now guess who's home chilling right now? I, I will let you know, David, you asked where's Irving on this list. He's in the top 15. He's in the next uh, 11 through 15 for getting MVP. Here we go. Thank you, sir. Cheers to that. Before, we, before we do start with the fourth, I want to point out something that was said earlier that we didn't make any reference to. And that was said by none other than Carlos Marin saying, LaMelo is the best ball brother and... Who who said that? Who said that before the season started? We did. And you can go see if you go to our YouTube channel, you will see that it's literally there. Who is the best ball brother dated? When the rest of the land was just talking about ball in preseason, how he's playing well, we had a segment where we said Lamelo Ball is already the best ball brother. And he's just proving We just right. stay calling things in the show. Just like the next topic, put 12 minutes on the clock, Melo, Shaquille O'Neal last week, during or maybe even after the exactly. Trailblazer game, he said a couple comments to, what was her name? Candace Parker. To Candace Parker, suggesting that the WNBA should lower the rim so they could dunk on each other. Melo, who said that? Maybe even 26 episodes ago, a year and a half ago. I think, if I'm not wrong, we you you said this on the earlier like SoundCloud four-quarter SoundCloud, day. doing it on a bed, starting off, we thought of a great idea on how to make the WNBA more, on the WNBA more interesting, more fun. And I said, lower the rim so that these girls can just dunk on each other. Because we love when a guy just dunks on another guy, nuts in the face, vag on the face, just dunk. Melo, I had a week to think about what I wanted to say about this topic. Because it's really something that I, I it just gets to me. Because why does Candace Parker get so offended that Shaquille O'Neal recommends a way to make the sport more interesting? The WNBA gets no ratings. They get no fans to go to the games. You know what we do in sports? We try to make something better. Do we complain 
when somebody says, hey, maybe we should make baseball seven innings long. Hey, maybe we shouldn't have uh, extra innings. No, we just keep it going and we discuss how to make baseball a little more interesting because it's a little boring. Why is it that if we suggest, hey, WNBA, your shit sucks. It's boring. Let's drop the rim so you guys can dunk on each other and make it more exciting. That is the mean way to say it. But all Shaq said was, hey, why don't we lower the rim, make it more exciting? And you get offended? Like if the ball's not already smaller? Like if the, the three-point shot's not already closer? Which makes sense because you can't reach it because you don't have as much arm strength as a man does, and that's okay. Your, ball, your hands are smaller, so you need a smaller ball, and that's okay. And maybe you should just drop the rim because I will tune in and watch that. That is what makes, if basketball honestly made the rim higher, I don't think it'll, it, it wouldn't be interesting. The, the NBA would just be guys shooting basketballs, and I would hope that some other league, the XFL makes an ex-NBA league. <laughs> the XFL. Um, I am going to say this. I think Candace Parker has hands as big as yours. So, I, I mean, it depends on the person. Yeah, but the, no, but you see the no, average. You're right. The average is the not average, right. The point guards of the league don't. I, I don't understand why she got so offended by it. Like, her face. Like, even he didn't even say anything. And she was already like, what, Shaq? Like, Clearly what are you going to say? He and wants it's like, to watch it. He, he was just giving a suggestion. Like, hey, this is written. Who doesn't want to see that? I want to see that. Put that on a shirt. Badge <laughs> <laughs> on the face. That, that would be great. And then her answer to it was, Oh, my my daughter. My daughter, she said it. She's my daughter now is more of a ballet pianist or something like that. But my next daughter's gonna be drop stepping uh Duncan and it's like and it's so we have said, to wait eighteen years then. We have to wait more than eighteen years for that to happen. By that time the WNBA is gonna be obsolete. Are women point. gonna start popping testosterone or something or working out how is this gonna happen? How are they gonna and, right. and a perfect example to this is um, is with this NCAA women's tournament. I saw yesterday. I don't know what teams it was, but that one team they they have four quarters. It's not like the the men's where it's two halves. They have four quarters. One team set a record low NCAA record for four points in the second quarter. Four points. That's not it's not football. Look, it's not is, entertaining to watch that. And this isn't a, 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 a we're not against WNBA. You know, I love women's tennis. I love women's golf. I love women's UFC. These are all fun things to watch. It's just that the WNBA for me isn't as interesting. And I would love it if you just drop the rim and make it a little more aggressive of a sport. If anything, it's 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 not it's women empowerment. Lowering, it's not it's not even something you're actually empowering them more by letting them be more aggressive and dunking on each other and being and it's being more interesting. I just don't understand why that's insulting, but lowering, but, but pushing the three-point closer on a smaller bot wasn't insulting. I don't, that, that's where the inconsistency is, is what bothers me with the situation. He just recommended a solution, which which what I did about a year and a half ago. I recommended a solution on how to make the, the sport more interesting because I want to watch it. I love sports. I don't, I'm not some guy who just, oh, I don't want to watch women's sports. No, I love women's sports. It's fun. But the WNBA is lacking that excitement for me as a fan to watch it and for most women too because it's not even women don't even watch it so it's like another thing where you're telling us men to watch it but women don't even watch it and the ratings are low so do something to make it more interesting it's like i said who wants to watch a four point second quarter I, by that time i don't even want to watch the rest of the game it's over 
Sticking to women's sports, you didn't put it in the topic, but I want to talk about it real quick. Uh, the NCAA did the stupidest thing you could think of. For the, for the March Madness, they gave the men's basketball teams huge locker room space to work out, uh, a gym space to work out, and they gave the women's dumbbells. How does that even make sense, Melo? And yoga mats. A billion-dollar industry with a $20,000 solution. You know what? I'll give you a free solution. Let them both use the same equipment. Wipe it up. Pay some guy 40 bucks the hour. Not even 40 bucks the day to go wipe the machines. And then the women, and they just share the machines. Like the disrespect and the not giving a shit that the NCAA had for women's basketball is ridiculous. Granted, we just had a four-minute segment. Where we were shitting on the WNBA, but that's different because I don't I don't agree that they should be given less than men's sports. The other segment that we just finished talking about was how to make a sport more exciting. This is about fairness. And even if the men do make uh, probably generate more money, but I'm not sure, may generate more money in, in college basketball, it still doesn't make sense how you just give them sh- shitty dumbbells that I could, you could just have at your... It just made no sense. It didn't. And again, it just shows like how much you think of them as athletes. And I think that was a big slap in the, like, a big slap in the face to, to all the teams that were there. The coaches, all of them like, hey... You have all this money to shell off, you know, to the court over there because they're training in the same place. They're in the same bubble. It's like you said, why not have it all in the same area? It just doesn't make any sense. And I do want to point out what Jonathan here said, that we love women in this podcast. And it's very true. We do. We'll probably dive into it at another topic because we talked about this um, again on our earlier days. And that is the amount the U.S. women's soccer team should get paid. And I know he gets a little bit riled up about this, but we're not going to dive into that right now. Next up... Well, that's just because they screwed themselves over with the contract they signed. Okay. They did, but that's not what we're going to talk about. Next up, we're going to go into a little bit more basketball. I want to hear about... Okay. And we're going to dive into Zion or Brandon Ingram or who is the real leader of the New Orleans Pelicans because they just can't seem to finish games, can they? Going 17-point leads. I've been watching a lot of Pelicans games lately. Why? Because I have Zion in my team and Lonzo Ball. So they're a national team and I've been watching them. And they're a fun team to watch. For the first three quarters, collectively, they're all like LeBron James. They're just a they're a fun team who, who, who start to blow you out. But they let the lead go in the fourth quarter. Because Zion gets sloppy. He thinks he's he's like a guard who can just dribble and, and do whatever he can. And Brandon Ingram is Brandon Ingram. He's Brandon Ingram. Uh, he thinks he's this amazing. They swear he's the next Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant don't just come, don't just walk in, you know. Kevin Durant is one of the best of all time. Greatest of all time. Uh, Brandon Ingram, he's just Brandon Ingram. Lonzo Ball needs to be the leader of this team and he knows it which is why he wants to get the buck out of there because he needs to be the one in charge holding the ball in the fourth quarter let him run that offense and let him take the shot if he needs to so here's where I disagree with you I do agree Zion is playing he's playing a lot bigger than he's supposed to be he's trying to beat LeBron James and that's not his game he needs to go to his game Brandon Ingram is a choke artist. The man had, he, all he had to do was make one free throw at the end. He missed both of them. So I, I don't want to hear Brandon Ingram and Grade or All Star in the same sentence ever again. 
However, you saying that Lonzo is the real leader, I think you're wrong. And I definitely don't think he, he knows it. Because if he knew it, he would have done it. And this is exactly where he went on by saying he that. He does. Like, There's been a couple I, games where he takes over. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think he knows. I don't think he's comfortable with that leadership role. I don't think the only person that believes Lonzo is a leader is his father. And me. And you, obviously. But besides that, Lonzo doesn't even know it. Because if he did, he would say, give me the ball. Give me the ball when it matters. Let me take over. And he doesn't do that. And that's exactly why LaMelo is better than him. He has that confidence already. LaMelo's not afraid of the, of the moment. Lonzo still is, and he hasn't gotten into that. Maybe he does need out of New Orleans to feel that, or maybe he needs to separate himself from his dad. Who knows? But he doesn't feel that, and I think that's... I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think maybe the team should tell him, hey, take over. I feel you have Stan Van Gundy should let that should see that Zion is sloppy in the fourth quarter, should see that B.I. Uh, Van Ingram is not clutch, and let and tell Lonzo, hey, kid, dominate take over, run this offense, and that's what they need. I just think he's so timid that he doesn't he doesn't have that a factor where you're like, okay, I feel calm. At least not yet. I don't think he's confident enough yet. I think he is, but we'll see what happens. Um, uh, I We saw the stat that said they gave up like 17 leads in the fourth quarter, something ridiculous like that. The a most in the NBA. Leads. Yeah, a little crazy. All right, now let's talk some Heat basketball for the rest of the fourth quarter because why not? We're all Miami Heat fans here. We love the Heat. Should he get Lowry, yes or no? Should they get Oladipo, yes or no? Uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go each one, one by one. Hell no. Hell no. Okay. At least not for what they're asking for. Got it. So kind of how... Oladipo, Kenny no. Holiday I don't want Oladipo asking for $72 million, but the Giants gave it to him. Got it. Okay. Go Four ahead. years. It's 18 mil. It's okay. not a big deal. Okay. I wouldn't give him. I, I, Lowry, I'd understand, but I don't want to give up. Uh, I know they said uh, one of the things I read was they wanted uh, Precious. I'm not giving a Precious for him. I'll give you Olenek. I'll give you Iggy. I'll give up Precious. I'm not giving a Precious. I like Precious. I'll give up Precious. I think, you see, I don't... But like is... I, I also like Kyle Lowry. Um... All I'm going to say is we better not give away Tyler Hero. Now, that's not me saying it's because I like Tyler Hero. That's me saying is that's in the fourth quarter. And then we're going to end it with that. And, well, you can say something after. Um, that's me saying we could have had James Harden in a package with Tyler Hero. So, I am going to keep my stance on we better not trade Tyler Hero for anything less than a James Harden MVP quality player so if i trade tyler hero for a depot or if i trade tyler hero for a kyle Lowry, man i'm gonna be pissed i wouldn't mind trading tyler hero if it's literally just tyler hero i'm not trying to see tyler hero duncan robinson for either rushes, for I, i'm not trying to see all three of them or, or four or five of them or picks for those guys if you're if you you putting so much value in tyler hero like you did with james harden then I'm sorry. You're giving them just Hero. But do you? But would you trade Tyler Hero for for Laurie or Tyler Hero for Oladipo or either? For Laurie, not Oladipo. Okay, so you're not a fan I, of Oladipo. I'm not a big Oladipo fan. He really wants to come to Miami. I don't know where this push came from. I, I, he must want to take it. I don't know. He must. I think he likes that physical culture. You know, I think he probably would fit well here in the Heat, dude. Just because here we're, we're an open team. We let everybody do their, you know, we, we play as a team. And I feel Oladipo could be a team guy. Hold up. I don't know. Your, your boy here. 
Jonathan is saying here, heat culture is dirty. Dirty. I don't think we're dirty. I think we're just, you know, dogs. We fight for every possession. That's what I'm going to say we are. I don't think we're dirty like we're trying to hurt people. Because I don't think we're ever trying to hurt people unless you're trying to hurt us. Then we got Udonis Haslam on the bench for a reason. Let's take a shot because that's the end of the fourth quarter, baby. That was the end of the fourth quarter. Moving on to everybody's favorite part of the show. You know what time it is. OT, OT. OT, OT time. There's never much love when we get to OT. All right, so OT. We should then start OT just with fashion. And the topic fashion. of fashion today is... Do you like those new Miami Heat jerseys? Which ones? The ones that look like if they are the generic 2K. Uh, 2K yellow with the black stripe that goes on. The ones where you go to the uh, where you go to, to, to Pro-Am. They look like generic Pro-Am jerseys. They look like they said, hmm, what jerseys look good? You know where jerseys look nice? Those ones from the Indiana Pacers. The ones that Paul George used to wear. They, I like those. They look Let's like those. they look like someone said, hey, I really like that sign that says the real world crossing. And let's just, boom, make it into a jersey. And this is their championship city jerseys. What a... I don't get it. I don't, I don't so understand it. So awful. When I saw those jerseys, I thought, I thought, first off, whoever made the jerseys, the special jerseys this year for the Miami Heat, look at me. You deserve to get fired. You deserve to lose your job for doing such a lousy ass job this year. Because well, first off, you give us the the what is it? The yogurt tricks, fruit by the foot yogurt jerseys that look disgusting, and then you give us these Indiana Pacers Paul George ass jerseys that are terrible. It literally looks like we're the Indiana Pacers playing out there. It's like, where's Sabonis? Oh, no, wait. Look at that. That's Bam out there. I it's just, Kelly Olenek. I don't understand. I know we ran, ran out of Vice ideas, but, man, I don't understand. I would rather them recycle the Vice, but that, like I said, it looks like Trix yogurt. Or if we wanted, like, the yellow or maybe do an old-school orange with the old-school heat color type of jersey. I don't know. It just didn't, it doesn't sit right with me. I would rather no the sense. Floridians one. I love the Floridians. Man, those were dope. I remember those. But uh, no, it just they just again the guy tried to make his job relevant, and I hope he gets fired this year. And now moving on to entertainment, uh, we have rapper Bad Bunny. Oh, forgot we el that. el conejo malo is in WWE, and he is going to be wrestling in WrestleMania. Is he still the current twenty four hour champion? Uh, no, I think he lost the twenty four. Well, he is going to fight the Miz in WrestleMania. Uh, tell me, what do you think? And what are the guys in the Just Too Sweet show, the other podcast and pop culture pros that baby David is a part of? Really? Anyway. I know how one of them feels. And if I have enough time, I will pull up his comment because he said it at the top. He said, Bad Bunny is worth the spot he's earned so far at WrestleMania. It's going to bring more people to the product way more than Snooki did in 2011. Let me start off with this. What? And I'm going to curse. I apologize. What in the 
fuck has Bad Bunny done to earn that spot? I don't know. But Gobert also thinks uh, Justice League Snyder Cut deserves a sequel. So, I mean, we haven't finished it, so we don't know that yet. But Bad Bunny does not deserve diddly squat at WrestleMania besides maybe being a performer or managing someone. But to have a, a match, you're taking that spot away from... We complain. At least I complain about... You know, having Goldberg and Brock Lesnar take a spot from somebody. I'm going to complain just as bad as Bad Bunny taking a spot. Because he hasn't done shit to earn that spot, number one. And number two, he's going to be fighting and he's not going to lose to a former world champion. A guy who was a champion three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, that man had the WWE Championship. The title that's right behind me. That exact same one. So you're going to tell me that this guy, because of who he is, is just going to be able to beat him? I think that's bullshit. To the Miz, I think it's bullshit to the fans, even though you have, you know, people, oh, yeah, Bad Bunny is bringing eyes. Congratulations. He can bring eyes by being there like how he did at the Royal Rumble, by selling his stupid-ass merch, but not by being in a match, taking a spot from somebody, and definitely winning. Because he's not going to lose, just like Snooki didn't lose in that uh, WrestleMania match that she was in. But again, it wasn't just Snooki. It was Snooki and Trish and so-and-so. He, this man doesn't deserve a, a match. I, I know I'm getting heated. Uh, I know you might have. I don't mind him having a match. I just feel you're right when it comes to why should he? Why should the Miz lose to someone like Bad Bunny? Uh, I think Gilberto's right that it'll bring in a certain fanfare and eyes, and especially the the whole Hispanic community. You know, we all do love lucha libre wrestling, and to to have someone like Bad Bunny into wrestling, it's exciting. I disagree with you. I don't like that it's the Miz. He 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 was just the, the champion and now he's just gonna lose to Bad Bunny. It's just something that doesn't sit right if you're a real wrestling fan. Or make uh, it a tag match. I was gonna say make it a tag match. And I if anything, it probably would have been cool if it would have been the Miz and Bad Bunny versus another wrestler. I know it'll I mean if you were done the storyline from the a uh, different storyline, but if we continue the storyline, it would it could have been Miz and some other reggaeton artist. Uh, with Bad Bunny and another wrestler that the Miz doesn't like. That's true. But and, it, and it could have been exciting and fun, and you know. All right. Well, let's talk about something fun. Something that you know came out recently. For all you believers, what came out? A little album by the name of Justice by the Biebs. That's right, Justin Bieber. For all you believers out there, I'm a believer. Are you a believer? I've been a believer since baby, baby, baby. Ooh. I mean, never say never. You might just be a believer at I heart. Love, I love journals. I love the song Mistletoe. Man, I've been listening to the Beeps forever, and this album did not disappoint. I will agree with you. I think I might give it a three, three quarters. Three out of of four. Three out of four quarters? Three out of four quarters. It was a very good album. Um, I don't want to go great because for me, great albums, you know, I don't want to say that word. But it was a very good album. I find myself still listening to it and it has a few bangers. I love me some good pop music. And JB made a good pop album fun. Has some old school vibes to it too. I will agree with you there. Um, I'll give it three out of four quarters as well. He does have a lot of bangers on this song, on this album. He does have a couple that I'm like, ah, yeah, maybe I have to listen to a couple. Kata was a nice one. So what is your favorite song on this album? I'm kind of loving the second single he dropped, Hold On. Hold that on one still, that one still is a, you know, makes me just vibe. I think the other one's called Deserve You. 
That is my favorite song. Deserve You is such a great it's song. such a great song. To me, I like Deserve You. I, I like Hold On. And I also like Ghost. I like Off My Face. I like that stuff. Uh, Unstable with the Kid Laurie is good. Um, OBC, D- Die For You. When Dominic Fike comes out, he's good. Uh, I like them all. I even like the ones you chose. Uh, Peaches is fun to listen to. Um, <laughs> Peaches is really... It, it, it's, a, it's a little like catchy. Yeah, it's fun. It. It's just fun to listen to. It kind of goes under like the... Yummy, yum, like something like that type of fun to listen to. I get my to. peaches down in Georgia. Uh, but yeah, I, it's a really good album. I recommend people listening to it. I know it, Justin Bieber has this bad stigma. People don't want to listen, but I love Justin Bieber. He's a great artist, and his music is always fun to listen to. Absolutely, and I feel like especially this album, it's it's you can tell it's more him, like you know what he's been going through, all those things for the past year and all that. And I re- I really really enjoy this album. I would suggest you go ahead and you give, you know, Justice a chance. Give the Beebs another shot if you're already not on the Beebs bandwagon. And next we have such an amazing, 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 uh, uh, what is it, notice or news that we want to let people know. Uh, everyone knows that we're Hispanic. Melo's Colombian, I'm Cuban Honduran, and something that I feel as a Hispanic man, we kind of don't feel like we get, just like every other culture, it doesn't feel like there's enough representation of everyone, but I feel for Hispanics also, we don't really get that, usually when you when you see it, they're making fun of us by some, have someone speak Spanish or whatever, but besides the point, there is a movie, Father of the Bride, which was with Steve Martin and Diane Keaton. Uh, about his daughter getting married. It was a comedy back then, and Steve Martin is pretty dope. Well, it's getting remade into a Cuban version. Oh, boy. Who, have they said who's going to be the actor yet? Um, Andy Garcia, I think it was. Okay. Uh, that's the only name I have so far, Andy Garcia. But I am so excited that they're going to make a remake, you know, the Hispanic version some Cuban cigars, some Romeo Julietas. Hopefully, they're playing some Domino. Some Havana Club. Some Havana Club. <laughs> I think that'll be a good one. I think if they do it right. Absolutely. And I think if they do get Andy Garcia, he probably will be the right person to get into that so you can get that real Cuban flavor. And I know yourself in particular will definitely be judging that hard. Make sure you know you get everything right. If it's a like a Christmas, if they have a Christmas uh, scene or New Year's, they have to have La Caja China. <laughs> that would be awesome. You know they have to. So I'm excited about this, and it's funny that we talk about that and we um, how Andy Garcia was always you know that like a strong like serious actor, and now he's taking the role of like you know your Pacinos, your De Niro's, and now going into comedy, drinking some Cuba Libres. Man, that'll that'll be awesome. Uh, I, I hope they do some of the the Cuban traditions. Maybe have a Catholic wedding. It'll be fun. I hope they they do they do make fun of uh, you know of, of of us and people don't get offended by it. But they do it in a nice, funny way to show how Hispanics are loud and wild. The Cubans, at least. So I, I would be excited to see that or something. Uh, they definitely got to do something with like Fidel. What do you mean? Like something funny to it, like you know where the where like the dad's like, oh yeah, like. 
Oh, I was got it, got it. Sorry, sorry. You know, like, not bringing him. No, yeah, come on now. What about Fidel? No, I meant like saying like, oh, Castro, da 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 da. Like, I think that you see, but I think that'll be a nice uh, way to teach people about all the communism and dictatorship that happened in Cuba. So I wouldn't mind if they threw that in there, like a nice, uh, just a, uh, just a nod or something to say about what's going on in Cuba right now. I feel that'll be a nice lesson. I know a lot of the woke movement brings lessons into movies. Uh, I like it when it's done subtly, and that'll be a nice subtle touch to the movie. Yes, sir. Moving on from that exciting news, there is a few more movies we're going to discuss. And I don't want to go and say that this next movie is more exciting to me than the Cuban version of Father of the Bride. (laughs) But this one just might be. Ace Ventura 3... I feel it was just confirmed by Jim Carrey, and it's going to be with the same people who brought us Sonic, which I have not seen, and I'm dying to see it. I, I don't think it's on a streaming service yet, but I will see it as soon as it comes out because I hear Sonic is actually pretty entertaining. It, it is actually not that bad. What do you think about Ace Ventura 3? You always have to have some sort of concern with these movies just because of the times... And just how long it's been. And they got to do it right. You don't want a dumb and dumber thing to happen where, you know, the first one, you it's memorable and you think it's funny. And then dumb and dumber comes out and you're just like, wow, these guys should have never made this remake. Because Jim Carrey is already on the other side of, you know, a good 40, 50. So hopefully just, it's not bad. I just hope it's not the typical remake woke remake where it's not even funny anymore because they're trying to shove things into our face and now he has a son or he has a daughter and it's just it's just so annoying just bring back ace ventura i mean let, let's be real that's probably where it's gonna go he's it's gonna, gonna have a kid so annoying. and he's gonna make him a pet detective you mean her because everything or, is or it's gonna be that he can't solve it and then the kid solves it it might it we might have just spoiled ace ventura three for you and the movie hasn't even been made yet. Just saying. Thank you, ZZ. Thank you, ZZ Top. We appreciate the love. That's right, it is OT. All right. I appreciate you joining in. So next up, we have another movie. I'm not sure if this is going to be how it's going to be filmed, but they're going to make a Mike Tyson movie. And they picked who they're going to play Mike Tyson. He's been training for a while now. Yep. And he does a pretty spot on accent. Probably the best one I've heard. Really, imp- a good impression. And it's none other than Jamie Fox. You gotta love Jamie Fox, man. He always makes a good movie. Uh, something about his swag and the way he brings it to the movies is fun. Watching his interviews, he just—I feel Jamie Fox is that guy who became a gazillionaire and he just stayed the same humble, funny dude. Like every time you watch an interview, he's always surprised to be in the room with all these superstars when he himself should be one because he's not only a, a an actor, but he's a musician. And he does both very well, successful music, a successful movie career. So I'm, I'm a big Jamie Foxx fan. I am too. Like I said, I, li- I like his humbleness with things. He can joke around if he needs to. That his stand-up is funny. And I feel, I feel this movie can be his next Ray Charles. You know, I feel he might bring it as on. And this could be another Oscar nod from Jamie Foxx. He, he does know... He's a goddamn great actor. Uh, not only with comedies, but when it comes to these serious movies. And I feel that he's in a... I, I think he wants to pay homage to Mike Tyson. And he's going to do by him right. So, I'm excited about it. Uh, another movie that we're going to look out for. July 9th. Now, 
is Black Widow coming out in the movies or is it going to be on Disney Plus? So they said it today. Black Widow will be released July 9th to theaters near you and Disney Plus. What? They finally did it. It's going to be a Disney Plus movie? Yep, it's going to be both. I guess they just they've been waiting over a Damn, year for this. It sucks movie. because if any female character deserves to have her own movie and it being the movie theaters and watching it in glorious fashion is Black Widow. Not She's Captain the, Marvel? Huh? Not Captain Marvel? She's earned her own movie. She earned it from being a badass in the movies and 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 just being an awesome character that we all grew to fall in love with. And it's a shame that they, that, they, that this happened and now she's not going to be able well, like to... Like I said, you're going to be able to watch it in the movies if you want to. Just people are, not, are going to choose not to. But I wish it would have it would have come out, you know. But I'm not, with that I being said... I think they held out as much as they could. And at this point, they're just like, hey, we got to bite the bullet. I'm going to watch it in the movie theaters. Really? Yeah, I'm going to watch it in the movie theaters. I, I, I like going to the movies. I miss going to the movies. So that's going to be one that I watch in, in the movie theaters. You know, she's a badass. She's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, no, she's she's great. I love uh, Scar Joe. <laughs> Definitely more than I love Gal Gadot. And, but not as much as, you know, Captain Marvel because she's the true badass, right? So how about that crazy spring break we're going on? What's up with, what's up with Miami spring break in South Beach? So if you don't know, you're tuning in for the first time, or maybe you tuned in multiple times and you haven't noticed, we are located down here in the 305, Miami, Florida, the sunshine state, and it is spring break time. And where do all spring breakers go? Down here to Miami, COVID or not, apparently. And it's been pretty, pretty crazy to the point where Miami Beach has had to put a curfew at 8 p.m. to South Beach and start blocking off the causeway so if you don't live there you're not getting to the beach man it, those aren't miamians those nope. aren't 305 people out there those are spring breakers who came from up north and are are out here making a ruckus absolutely and ho i hope again this doesn't put a bad name to us because like i said like a line just said real miamians aren't at the beach we go to the beach for very, very rare occasions. Maybe if it's someone's birthday. Maybe. Or a beach day. But that's very rare. Oh, I'm just saying a beach day. I'm just saying we'll go yeah. for a beach day. Not I'm saying, all night and go. Oh, no, no absolutely yeah. not. Or well, like if, if a family member comes back from out of traffic. No, no one's trying to be there the whole day. And what really sucks, and you've seen it if you know, you just go on Instagram, you could search it up, see it on the news. It's just how rough the Miami Beach businesses have been taking it because people are just fighting. People are ruining businesses. People are trying to leave without paying. Let's take a shot for Miami. Hold on. I have uh, something pop up on me. There we go. 305 Miami, baby. And it sucks because, you know, everyone's had it rough, especially, you know, the beach. Things haven't haven't been open this whole time, so the business are trying to pick back up restaurants, servers, and for people to you know just either ruin the establishment or try to walk out on their on the on their check. It it's a real shitty move and a dick move, because just as hard as you've had it, they've had it just as bad. 
we're all going through this together. If you can't afford it, hey, just move on. Go somewhere you can. Go home. Do something else. McDonald's has some dollar menus. Something. BK. But to just go in there and just do that, it's it's a little messed up. And just to let everyone know that it that's not Miamians. Those are not residents here doing that type of stuff. All that ruckus. Even though we could cause a ruckus. You know, take us out to brunch and we'll yeah, see the ruckus we could cause. I agree, man. They might even close down the Palmetto for us. <laughs> we'll see. And last thing, Melo, you have written down here next week teaser. Oh, yeah. it's What's that about? So next week is the last week of March. I believe it is the 30th. Uh, I don't have my calendar out right now. I got you. Yeah, I believe it will be the 30th. So it will be the last Tuesday of March. And we are a sports show, but we have, you know, pop culture things in it. And I thought, why don't we combine two? March is very famous for, in the sports world, March Madness is going on right now. Got Oral Roberts pulling off some upsets. (laughs) Giggity. (laughs) And I thought, what better way to end March with our own little March Madness type of bracket? Or quarter madness. Yes, four quarter minutes, and we're going to bring it to you in overtime, and we're going to give you a little teaser right now what it's going to be, because you need to participate so that we can do this. And what we're going to do is we're going to put on, I'm going to, we're going to make sure we put it on Pop Culture Pro's Facebook. We'll put it on our Instagram. If you want to, if you're watching this video now, if you're watching another video, you can comment it on the bottom. We see all the comments before, after, whenever it be. And we're going to have you guys vote on what you think is your or what you think is the best candy bar for you. We're going to tabulate the scores. We're going to get the top eight. Top eight, we will put one through eight, have them go off against each other. And in overtime, we will try each one of those candy bars and we will crown a four quarters candy bar edition. Champion. Could it be Snickers? Could be Snickers. Could it be Kit Kat? Could be Kit Kat. Almond Joy? Uh, who knows? Milky Way. 100 grand. Nobody has those. Yeah, people eat 100 grand. What's naming, up with this 100 grand? I just finished naming so many good ones and you. You could have said Baby Ruth. People eat 100 grand. You could have said Butterfinger. People eat 100. What is the. I don't understand the hate with 100 grand. It's really cool. I'm not saying I'm hating, but it's definitely not. To, oh, okay. Well, we'll see. Again, audience, you guys will decide our top eight, and then we're going to try it and pick a winner. And who knows? You know, there's two of us. So if one agrees and the other one doesn't, we're going to need a tiebreaker. So we might have someone special, but you're going to have to tune in next week to see who that person is. And there's your little teaser. Oh boy, can't wait to hear what what happened now. But with that, it is time to bring episode 28, volume 28, to a close. To close with a shot. A goodbye shot here on the forward quarter show. Oh. And how is it that we. Well, before we sign off, I do want to let all you guys know. Here on the Pop Culture Pros Network. Tomorrow is the 99th episode of the Put It in the Book Show. 
Oh wow. Ninety nine. Next week is gonna be hundred, so it'll be a big a big month for them. After that they have Granny's Peach Tea, which will be talking about the Snyder Cut Justice League, which we will probably be talking about next week since we have yet to finish it. We've only seen the first two hours. I believe Jader and Kyle are coming on sometime now, if they're not already on. And then next Monday, it's all happens again. Oh, they're on tonight? Yes, because oh. they're going on with uh, someone on the West Coast, so they're going on later. Monday is the A to Z show, where I'm producing for Mr. Eric Zant. Tuesday, before us, is the Just Too Sweet show. We talk wrestling. And then after that is four quarters all over again. So you want to make sure you tune in. If you're not doing so already, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the number four quarters show. It's at the bottom if you're watching. If not, it's four Q-U-A-R-T-E-R-S-S-H-O-W. Thank you, sir. So are you going to sign us off or what? Of course. That's the four quarter show. What do we always say at the end? We hope you gonna, we could bring you some change. And as always, that you leave with a little more common sense. It's awesome you remembered this time. <laughs> I almost did it. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everybody.